Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hey there. And Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. And we're looking at the best albums out on May 24th, starting with Mavis Staples' We Get By. Everybody's gonna have to give some time. Gonna have to give some time. Got to give some time. Everybody's got to give some time. You got to give some time. Everybody's gotta change sometime. We got to change sometime. Change sometime. Everybody's gotta change sometime. We got to change sometime. Change sometime. Mavis Staples is the singer. Her album is We Get By, and the song is called Sometime. And this is the 50th anniversary of her debut solo album. Her self-titled album came out in the spring of 1969. She turns 80 this summer. And Anne, I think this is one of the most uh, powerful and meaningful albums of her career. Powerful, meaningful, and a heck of a lot of fun. Mavis Staples worked with Ben Harper on this collection of songs. You might remember she has recently also worked with Jeff Tweedy of Wilco and M. Ward. Working with Mavis has become sort of a a badge of honor or a gold medal for a certain generation of musician producers. So she is addressing deep issues, political issues, in that voice of hers that's been a national treasure since the time of the civil rights movement when she and the Staples singers were such leaders socially, culturally, in every way, um, she remains a leader. She remains a role model. Lyrically, working with Ben Harper, I mean, this is a record about what Mavis Staples has been singing about her entire career, the, the pursuit of change and progress, with an emphasis on and an understanding of the work that still isn't done. I think the thing about Mavis and the Staples singers is that um, they always communicated a personal side mm-hmm. to struggle, to political work, to the fight to be recognized as human. It's beautiful that for this album, uh, she and her team chose the Gordon Parks picture of this these young kids, these young African-American kids looking through a fence at a playground they're not allowed to go into. It's a historic photo from the era of segregation. And I think what we're going through now politically, fearing regression in certain areas, she is reminding us with that image and with this album that those struggles remain, but the beauty remains too, and the determination to find a way to reach the place you're supposed to be. That's always the message with Mavis. Mavis Staples is the singer. Her new album is We Get By. Let's go to another standout release for May 24th. This comes from Justin Towns Earl. The album is The Saint of Lost Causes. Just a little further around the 
This is Justin Towns Earl. His album is The Saint of Lost Causes. He's a singer-songwriter and son of country rock singer Steve Earl. Uh, this is his ninth full-length album, and it seems to me like it's largely about the death of the American dream. Justin Towns Earl uh, is, you know, a fixture on the Americana scene. He's really established himself as a, a singer-songwriter who's absolutely willing to go to the bone. Mm-hmm. With confessional songwriting, often his last several albums have really delved into his own life and struggles. Uh, for many years, he struggled with addiction, and he's written beautifully about those subjects of loss and confronting yourself and reaching hitting bottom. But on this album. Uh, Justin is sober, he's a dad, he's leading a different kind of life, and he's looking beyond himself to America in 2019, and honestly, what he sees isn't too pretty. It's a real survey of the American landscape. I mean, he goes from the Appalachians all the way mm-hmm. to the Pacific Northwest, and all, you know, he details what he finds along the way, which is a lot of poverty and crumbling communities and broken lives. He says, Justin Towns Earl says, I was trying to look through the eyes of America because I believe in the idea of America that everybody's welcome here and has a right to be here. Yeah, and I think his sense of uh, history and his uh, interest in historical sounds, historical music, and, and the way he's cultivated his own voice, I think that enriches his message here. Um, it places our moment in history. These are stories that with different names and places could have been told in in the Depression era. They could have been told during the Great Recession. Ten years ago, this album could have been made. But I think that's something that Justin taps into beautifully. You know, there's a reason why he evokes uh, sanctity in the title of this album, because I think he looks beyond simple protest music and wants to understand something deeper, even spiritual. The album is The Saint of Lost Causes from Justin Towns Earl out now on May 24th. Next up, let's go to Lucky Day. Lucky Day and his new album, Painted. This is Lucky Day. His new album is called Painted, and the song is Late Night. And joining us to talk about this one is Impure Music, Sydney Madden. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Robin. 
I am new to Lucky Day. Uh, you turned me on to this one. So uh, tell us who he is, and then we can get into the music. Lucky Day, he's someone who's been on the R&B scene for a while, much more as a songwriter and collaborator. But it's clear that once he gets in front of a mic, he becomes a standout. Bobby Carter, another staffer on NPR Music and I, we've been obsessed with this kid for a minute. He's from New Orleans, and he leans heavy into that influence on his debut album. Like, you can hear the funky polyrhythms going on. There's a lot of incorporation of horns. And his voice is what ties it all together for me. It's like chocolatey and rich, but it's never overwhelmingly so. In this album, it's 13 songs. It's almost an hour long, 58 minutes. And let me tell you, there's not a skip in the bunch. Interesting guy. I read that he grew up in some sort of religious cult and he wasn't allowed to listen to secular music. He eventually left with his mom, but then Hurricane Katrina hit and then they moved to Texas. And he ended up teaching himself uh, melodies through Dr. Seuss rhymes Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, and Bible verses, which is amazing to me. And then so he ends up documenting much, much of his life on this record and I think it's interesting he said in an interview with Billboard that now as an adult looking back when he was a kid he realizes that he was lied to a lot and he's tr- he can't really make sense of anything unless he gets it out there in song and then he can stand back and look at it and start to make sense of it and I really love that idea it's just amazing how many times you hear a you hear a powerful voice and you think like oh I want to find out more about this artist and then you're just like well they right. went to you know, talent camps, and they, right. you know, they, 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 and everything was simple kind of simple A to B to C. Yeah, A to B to C, and it's not often that you get a great voice. And they were raised in a religious cult, had to flee <laughs> New Orleans after a hurricane. I mean, there's just so much. No, I think that I think it's not only not often, Steve. I think this is the only. This time may all of those be the only combined. time that all of those things have combined. So you have somebody who has such raw talent, but also is going to have so much more to say. Mm-hmm. Lucky Day is going to have a big year. Lucky Day is the singer. His debut album is called Painted Sydney. Stay with us for one more. Let's go to the rapper YG. His new album is For Real, For Real. Uh, red cup, turn down football. Hey, I'm feeling good, feeling great. I'm feeling good, feeling great. About to go to church like Mace. From the hood, I escape. From the hood, I escape. So I do my dance, hey, date. I'm just another nigga with some liquor in his liver. I'm aggressive off the drink. Just a little, I admit it. When I'm sober, I act different. Know the difference, I be chilling. But this ain't the motherfucker time to be chilling. You see the homie in the corner, that's my nigga. The other homie in the corner, that's my nigga. And everybody else wearing red came with us. You fuck up this good time, we gon' get you. West side when I stomp with you. Ay, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Ay, don't play, girl, come with it. Cause life too short, life me. Do your dance, do your dance, do your dance, yeah, do your dance. I do my dance, do my dance, do my dance, I do my dance. Yo, I slide with it, ride with it. Back to the left and ride with it. I slide with it, ride with it. Back to the left and ride. Do your dance, do your dance, do your dance, yeah. YG is the rapper. His new album is For Real, For Real, and the song is Do You Dance. This is his fourth full-length album. Comes less than a year after his his previous one. It just came out uh, in August of last year, Stay Mm -hmm. Dangerous. But Sydney, for people who are new to YG, tell us a bit about him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, YG, West Coast rapper, 
L.A. ambassador, pretty much. And he comes from Compton, but uh, he's very proudly gang-affiliated, so he always calls it Bompton. And red is his oh, color of yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. And because he's so uh, entrenched in the neighborhood that he loves and represents, this album is like straight West Coast to the bone. That song, Do You Dance, it's kind of like lightning in a bottle or, you know, like maybe E&J in a bottle or Henny in a bottle. I don't know. <laughs> um, in terms of a West Coast posse cut, there's like G-Funk in there. There's mm-hmm. that, that nice effortless bounce and like that luxurious bass to like drive it all home. And you get a sense of community. So YG was really close to Nipsey Hussle, the rapper who recently tragically lost his life and was murdered. Does does that story surface at all, their friendship? Is that part of this? Yeah, absolutely. This album has a lot of moments of joy, but uh, as you said, Anne, Nipsey Hussle, who was pretty much L.A.'s hood prophet, he was shot and killed in late March. And the West Coast, L.A., is still very much grieving that loss. It was a huge hit for the hip-hop community, but especially over there on the West Coast. So as much as there's moments of joy on this album, there's a lot of grief that's being expressed. There's audio of YG and DJ Mustard speaking at Nipsey's funeral. YG and Nipsey, they've been friends for years. They've been connected personally and professionally. They've also shown a strong connection between the two gangs that they represent on the West Coast. So this whole album, it really has that undertone of mourning. You mentioned the grief on the record. There's also a lot of outrage and defiance. But I think one of the things I like about it is that Do You Dance comes very late in the album. It's not the last track, but it's close to it. And it's all about being grateful for what you have mm-hmm. and, you know, sort of living your life without fear and being true to yourself and who you are and doing your dance. And finding those stolen moments of joy when you can. Like, there's yeah. so much... In these communities, there's so much pain and pressure weighing down on you all the time. So when you can get those stolen moments of joy, you really need to live in them and bask in them for everything it is. And it's kind of like a party on your front lawn that's super impromptu. You know what I mean? Yeah. The rapper is YG. His album is For Real, For Real. Thanks, Sydney. Thank you. We still have a few more albums we want to play for this week's New Music Friday. But first, we have to take a short break and we'll be right back. Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from BetterHelp. Online counseling by licensed professional counselors specializing in issues including depression, stress, and anxiety. Visit BetterHelp.com songs to learn more and get 10% off your first month. It's 1965. A white minister is murdered in Selma, Alabama, but no one is held to account. More than 50 years later, we return to the place where it happened to call a lie a lie and finally solve this murder. White Lies from NPR. New episodes drop Tuesdays. It's New Music Friday for All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers and Stephen Thompson, and we're looking at the best albums out on May 24th. We kick off the second half of our show with the country singer Billy Ray Cyrus and his new album, The Snake Doctor Circus. Stranded 
Billy Ray Cyrus is the singer. His album is The Snake Doctor Circus, and this song is The Reckoning. Uh, and a veteran country singer who's been having a, a big moment this spring. You know, Billy Ray Cyrus is a true American. He sees an opportunity, and he goes for it. In this case, uh, the most memeable song of all time and the ruling song of 2019, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X, the rapper and YouTube artist out of Atlanta, Georgia. It became a huge country hit. People in the country world had an issue with a an African-American rapper having a number one country hit. Uh, it was removed from the country charts. Controversy stormed through Nashville. And who comes riding in in his uh, you know psychedelic fringed cowboy outfit but Billy Ray Cyrus to connect with Lil Nas X, get on a remix that then became the number one song and in the process, A, makes a statement about longtime members of the country music community accepting this song and this kind of music as part of country. B, revives his own career. And C, receives a Maserati, which Lil Nas X sent him via Postmates just the other day. <laughs> so Billy Ray Cyrus is the winner you want to be. And here he is now on his solo album that is also full of a lot of strong social commentary. It's so funny. I mean, I think about Billy Ray Cyrus. I think about what a lot of people think. I think of Achy Breaky Heart, which was absolutely inescapable in 1992. It's interesting because on one hand, he is having another one of his lightning in a bottle pop cultural moments where he is suddenly everywhere. Yet he puts out a record that does not feel commercial, that feels very lived in and very worn and, and feels very authentic clearly to what he wants to be saying with his own music. It also reminded me a little bit of the Justin Towns Earl record in that it's an album that's in part about the death of the American dream. You know, he has a song on here called Goddess of Democracy, which is literally about the death of democracy. Uh, Or there's a song like The Blood of the Devil, which is about the opioid crisis. And then you got Guns, Golden Guitars, which takes aim at so many things it's hard to even keep track of, but like trickle-down economics and the bubbles we live in and how those bubbles separate us. Billy Ray Cyrus is the uh, singer, the country singer. His new album is The Snake Doctor Circus. And it really doesn't matter what we just played, because no matter what, it would be different <laughs> from what we're about to play. This is, uh, this is the artist known as Flying Lotus, and his new album is Flamagra. Oh, man. 
never held accountable How's your mama do? How your papa doing? Oh, me, I've been freer than the sample fool But like a sample loop, around and around I'm moving Till it's clear, then I'm back to back in bags and loot This is Flying Lotus, his new album is Flamagra And this song is called More It features Anderson Pack, one of the many features on this record Many, many, many features is on this record Flying Lotus uh, is a producer and rapper and electronic musician who's known for making pretty strange avant-garde music and true to that spirit Stephen this is a weird wild journey it is a weird wild journey it is 27 tracks in 67 minutes uh, you mentioned a few of the features it's also got David Lynch which makes a lot of sense right it's got Tierra Whack and Thundercat and there's so much going on I mean Flying Lotus presides over this jazz hip-hop Fantasia uh, but it's <laughs> also it's also such a weird record <laughs> yeah it's hard to say what this one is about and I use air quotes around about <laughs> uh, but he he says flying Lotus says that he was inspired by fire as a thematic idea <laughs> about the idea of this eternal flame sitting on a hill he says some people love it some people hate it some people would go on dates there and some people would burn love letters in the fire but he gets into that theme of fire on this record on a cut called fire is coming and it's the one that you mentioned that features david lynch let's hear a little bit of that the yellow phone on the wall started ringing tommy jumped then ran across the kitchen and picked up the receiver hello he said a little out of breath tommy's father was downstairs in the basement wood shop cutting a piece of clear pine on the table saw and the story that you hear David Lynch telling in, in this is one that uh, Flying Lotus wrote for, for this record, even though it sounds like something that would come out of the mind of David Lynch. Not always a, an easy listen, but one that will definitely keep you busy <laughs> trying to keep up with all the different directions it goes in. Flying Lotus is the artist. His new album is Flamagra, and we have one more record that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but first, uh, let's take a quick look at some of the other notable releases for May 24th. Kate LeBon has a new record out called Reward. We just had her uh, on All Songs Considered at the end of March, but that record is finally out now. Kate LeBon's Reward. Faye Webster also has a new album out called Atlanta Millionaires Club, another one we had on the show recently. And Hayden Thorpe. Hayden Thorpe, the former lead singer of Wild Beasts, has a solo record out now called Diviner. Uh, a band from Australia called Middle Kids uh, that I really, really enjoy has a new EP called New Songs for Old Problems. Also, it is the, for- you may not know this, it is the 40th anniversary of the band The Stray Cats. Yes. And in honor of the occasion, The Stray Cats are putting out their first album in 26 years. Brian Setzer, Lee Rocker, Jim Phantom. <laughs> the names I had not heard in so, so long. Uh, bringing together rockabilly and pop in joyous ways. They have a new album out on Friday called 40 in honor of that 40th anniversary. I'm just going to mention one record this week, and I'm going to get a little personal. So there's this guy, Sean Nelson. I've known him a long time. Oh. He used to be in a band called Harvey Danger. You amazing, might amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing song, band. Uh, full disclosure, he's a friend. He lives on my block in Nashville now. But since 2001, he's been thinking about working on, on making a record of Harry Nelson songs. And it is out there now, as of today. Nelson sings Nelson. This is worth your seeking out. All those albums out on May 24th, along with the last one that we want to play, it comes from the band Sebado. It's called Act Surprised.
The band is Sebado. The album is called Act Surprised, and this song is Celebrate the Void, uh, an idea I can always get behind, <laughs> Stephen. Uh, this is one of the many projects of frontman Lou Barlow, and Sebado, of course, a defining rock band of the lo-fi indie rock movement in the 90s. This is their first album in six years. How are they aging into this? Wonderfully, and, and with greater and greater consistency and clarity, Lou Barlow has had such a fascinating career. Started out with these bedroom recordings. Sebado itself has always been been this multi-headed beast, you know, with lots of different sounds pinging through each different record. He was in, uh, Lou Barlow was in Dinosaur Jr. for a while. He was in the Folk Implosion, which had this left field hit. Massive, uh, uh, massive, massive left field hit. And he's put out a bunch of wonderful solo records. He has this lovely ability to mix mopery with these, <laughs> with with jagged edges and, and, and aggression. And I think this record is all about perspective. We played the song uh, Celebrate the Void this record's about that. You know, he's yeah. gone through a lot of big changes in his life. I mean, he's a dude in his early 50s. He's gone through divorce, and this band has broken up and gotten back together. And so he's writing songs. He's always written songs with real perspective to them, but it's even more lived in. And at the same time, the songs themselves have this really nice mixture of aggressiveness with that just warm, throbbing heart. Sebado is the band. The album is Act Surprised. All right, that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you. And Anne. Thank you so much. You can find a list of all the albums we featured and the songs we played on this week's New Music Friday on our website. Go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can also listen to the full tracks on our site or in our New Music Friday playlists that you'll find in Spotify and Apple Music. Just open those apps and search for NPR Music. You can follow me on Twitter at NPROBIN. That's NPROBIN. You can also keep track of the latest from NPR Music by signing up for our newsletter. Go to npr.org slash music newsletter. That's all one word, music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of great music.